Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today is the ninth day of December. Welcome, everybody. It's so good to be here with you as we wind our way through the Bible, uh, completion of the Bible in just less than a month, which is kind of crazy to think about. But that is the whole reason why we're here. And what an incredible thing it is to see so many people, so many believers wanting to know God through his word and to be enlightened by the word and to allow the spirit of God to speak to us as we meet here with him. That is truly my hope and prayer is that we are all engaging in a more intimate relationship with God through his word, intimacy with Christ. That is the goal. Today we're continuing the book of Romans, reading chapters 8, 9, and 10. And today's the last day in the Christian Standard Bible, Romans chapter 8. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus, because the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, since it was weakened by the flesh, God did. He condemned sin in the flesh by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh as a sin offering, in order that the law's requirement would be fulfilled in us, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit have their minds set on the things of the Spirit. Now the mindset of the flesh is death, but the mindset of the Spirit is life and peace. The mindset of the flesh is hostile to God because it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it is unable to do so. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. If anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. Now if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, then he who raised Christ from the dead will also bring your mortal bodies to life through his Spirit who lives in you. So then, brothers and sisters, we are not obligated to the flesh to live according to the flesh, because if you live according to the flesh, you are going to die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all those led by God's Spirit are God's sons. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. Instead, you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father! The Spirit himself testifies together with our spirit that we are God's children, and if children, also heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, so that we may also be glorified with him. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is going to be revealed to us. For the creation eagerly waits with anticipation for God's sons to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, 
in the hope that the creation itself will also be set free from the bondage to decay into the glorious freedom of God's children. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together with labor pains until now. Not only that, but we ourselves who have the Spirit as the first fruits, we also groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. Now in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is not hope, because who hopes for what he sees? Now if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with patience. In the same way, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness, because we do not know what to pray for as we should, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with inexpressible groanings. And He who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because He intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. We know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to His purpose. For those He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son so that He would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those He predestined, He also called. And those He called, He also justified. And those He justified, He also glorified. What, then, are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He did not even spare His own Son, but gave Him up for us all. How will He not also with Him grant us everything? Who can bring an accusation against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus is the one who died, but even more has been raised. He also is at the right hand of God and intercedes for us. Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Can affliction or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, because of you, we are being put to death all day long. We are counted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I speak the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience testifies to me through the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were cursed and cut off from Christ for the benefit of my brothers and sisters, my own flesh and blood. They are Israelites, and to them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the temple service, and the promises. The ancestors are theirs, and from them, by physical descent, came the Christ, who is God over all, praised forever. Amen. Now, it is not as though the word of God has failed, because not all who are descended from Israel are Israel. Neither is it the case that all of Abraham's children are his descendants. On the contrary, your offspring will be traced through Isaac. That is, it is not the children by physical descent who are God's children, but the children of the promise are considered to be the offspring. For this is the statement of the promise, All this time I will come, and Sarah will have a son. 
And not only that, but Rebekah conceived children through one man, our father Isaac. For though her sons had not been born yet, or done anything good or bad, so that God's purpose according to election might stand, not from works, but from the one who calls, she was told, the older will serve the younger. As it is written, I have loved Jacob, but I have hated Esau. What should we say then? Is there injustice with God? Absolutely not. For he tells Moses, I will show mercy to whom I will show mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then, it does not depend on human will or effort, but on God who shows mercy. For the scripture tells Pharaoh, I raised you up for this reason, so that I may display my power in you, and that my name may be proclaimed in the whole earth. So then, he has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy, and he hardens whom he wants to harden. You will say to me, therefore, why then does he still find fault? For who resists his will? On the contrary, who are you, a human being, to talk back to God? Will what is formed say to the one who formed it, Why did you make me like this? Or has the potter no right over the clay to make from the same lump one piece of pottery for honor and another for dishonor? And what if God, wanting to display his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much patience objects of wrath prepared for destruction? And what if he did this to make known the riches of his glory on objects of mercy that he prepared beforehand for glory on us, the ones he also called not only from the Jews but also from the Gentiles? As it also says in Hosea, I will call not my people my people, and she who is unloved beloved, and it will be in the place where they were told, You are not my people. There they will be called sons of the living God. But Isaiah cries out concerning Israel, Though the number of Israelites is like the sand of the sea, only the remnant will be saved, since the Lord will execute his sentence completely and decisively on the earth. And just as Isaiah predicted, if the Lord of armies had not left us offspring, we would have become like Sodom, and we would have been made like Gomorrah. What should we say then? Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have obtained righteousness, namely the righteousness that comes from faith. But Israel, pursuing the law of righteousness, has not achieved the righteousness of the law. Why is that? Because they did not pursue it by faith, but as if it were by works. They stumbled over the stumbling stone, as it is written, Look, I am putting a stone in Zion to stumble over, and a rock to trip over, and the one who believes on him will not be put to shame. Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and prayer to God concerning them is for their salvation. I can testify about them that they have zeal for God, but not according to knowledge, since they are ignorant of the righteousness of God and attempted to establish their own righteousness, they have not submitted to God's righteousness. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes, since Moses writes about the righteousness that is from the law. The one who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that comes from faith speaks like this. Do not say in your heart, Who will go up to heaven? That is, to bring Christ down or 
who will go down into the abyss, that is, to bring Christ up from the dead. On the contrary, what does it say? The message is near you, in your mouth and in your hearts. This is the message of faith, what we proclaim. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. One believes with the heart, resulting in righteousness, and one confesses with the mouth, resulting in salvation. For the scripture says, everyone who believes on him will not be put to shame, since there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, because the same Lord of all richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on him they have not believed in? And how can they believe without hearing about him? And how can they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? So faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the message about Christ. But I ask, did they not hear? Yes, they did. Their voice has gone out to the whole earth, and their words to the ends of the world. But I ask, did Israel not understand? First, Moses said, I will make you jealous of those who are not a nation. I will make you angry by a nation that lacks understanding. And Isaiah says boldly, I was found by those who were not looking for me. I revealed myself to those who were not asking for me. But to Israel, he says, All day long I have held out my hands to a disobedient and defiant people. Father, we thank you for your word and we thank you for this week, this time that we've had together, this transformation in our hearts from the inside out. We let go of all that we're carrying that is not ours to carry. We release worry and anxiety, the things that we are anxious about that are out of our control. We give them to you. Lay them at the cross of Christ. I ask that as we are turning the page and heading into a new week tomorrow, that we would consider the things that we are giving ourselves to. Are they life-giving? Will they lead us to righteousness? Will they lead us to life and life more abundantly? I pray that we would take you with us everywhere we go and be true examples of a follower of Christ. I pray this now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. That's going to do it for me today. I'm Jill. We'll turn the page together tomorrow and start a brand new week together. Until then, love one another. Greetings to you, my DAB family. This is Walking in the Light in Tennessee. I am just checking in uh, to say um, hello to everyone and to ask for prayers again for the many, many things that are going on in my own life. If you'll just lift up Walking in the Light in Tennessee and ask for peace, uh, that would be a great blessing unto me. But I'm calling in because I heard Ebony from Nashville, I believe, and um, she was talking about, Ebony, you were talking about uh, having migraines. And I went through a period in my life early on when I was 
raising my children I had terrible 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 migraines and so whenever I hear of anyone who is suffering uh, in that area I'm always touched in my heart and lifted in my spirit to pray uh, for you so I want to pray for you my sister um, it's probably um, many of you who are on DAB have had migraines and if you haven't then stop right now pause and thank God that you haven't and if you have join us in the prayer of deliverance Father God in the name of Jesus we know oh Lord that you are able to do all things and we know that we suffer in our in this life your word even tells us that in this world we would have tribulation but we are to be of good cheer because you have overcome the world so lord i ask that you would place your loving hands and healing hands on my sister ebony in nashville tennessee and relieve her of the pain of migraines in this season of hope and joy we ask it in jesus name lord i love you and i love this family be blessed, everyone, and have a merry, merry Christmas. Bye. Good morning, DABC. It's his redeemed daughter from Florida. I wanted to come on and say a little prayer for Mindy, who lost her dad. Um, Mindy, <clears throat> I just lost my dad, too, um, in September. You in November. Um, and it was kind of a sudden thing, but... Um, my older sister's nickname is Mindy as well, so I just really felt compelled to come on here and pray for you and for your mom. And um, <clears throat> even though we know and we know that our dads are with the Lord, it, it's just always the fact that we're going to miss them so much. And you're right, life is not going to be the same without them, and the holidays come up and we just miss them, so I just pray for you, and I'm praying peace for your mom and for you both, and just want you to know that we are here for you. And for um, Ebony, um, she called about the migraines, um, said that somebody had laid hands on her, and she felt she was healed. I just want to give you a little thing that happened to me when somebody laid hands on me to quit smoking um, at a church one time. I really believed that I was going to be healed, too. It took six years. <laughs> six years, but you know what? I kept thinking back, and to me, it could have been six days for God because his timing is totally different than ours. So just believe when you feel like you don't believe. You know that prayer, oh, Jesus help my unbelief? Um, I have to say that a lot, too. <clears throat> so just keep believing, and we'll keep praying for those migraines, but that you are healed. Um, he probably definitely has healed you. Absolutely. Just believe. Love you guys. Good morning, Dabsy. This is Tanya calling from Suffolk. I wanted to lift up kindergarten Katie. Um, Mindy called in um, reference, to, reference to her father passing. And then also Ebony um, from Tennessee, I think she said as well. Um, called in dealing with um, migraines. So, Father, I lift up your children to you, Father. Dear Lord, I'm asking, Lord, Father, you just to have your way, Lord God. Father, you know what kindergarten Katie stands in the need of, Father. I'm asking, Lord God, you to intervene right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm trusting and believing, Lord God, that your will will be done in her life, Father. And Mindy, Father, thank you for allowing her 
Father, to be at rest, Lord God, to be with you, Lord God, in glory, Lord. And just continue to strengthen her and her family as well. And her mom, Lord God, uh, for the many years that they had been married, Father. Just continue to wrap your loving arms around them in your son Jesus' name. And also for um, Mindy with the Magrain, Father. I'm asking, Lord God, I'm sorry, Ebony with the Magrain, Father. I'm asking, Lord God, you just to continue, Lord God, to show her favor, Lord God. We continue to bind these headaches, Father. We know she has been healed and delivered, Lord God, from the migraines, Lord God. We continue to stand on that, continue to trust you, Lord God, despite, Lord God, the outbreak of headache that she has been having, Father. We know this is not of you, Lord God. We just continue to trust you and continue to love you, Lord God, in your son Jesus' name. Amen. As always, Dabsy, um, continue to be encouraged. I love you all. Um, continue to I just continue to lift everyone in prayer. Um, there are times I can't remember everybody's name, but Lord, know, um, know who you are. So I'm just trusting and believing right now. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys have a wonderful day.